0: I've never seen that in my life. Do it again. Do it again. Ho, 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 ho. Santa Claus is here. Huddle up. You got to build the foundation, man. That's what we're doing here.
1: Well, Tyler, another week, another loss. Not much to be said.
2: Nope. Not a whole lot to be said this week. So, uh, I... You know, back, yeah. to, back well, to Raider you, Micah. Nation.
1: Yeah. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode of the Behind the Eye Patch podcast. As always, we will see you in the next episode.
2: Just win, baby. <laughs> now we can't leave it there. Let's <laughs> go. I've got on, way too much Nation? to say tonight, Micah, than just that. But alas, <laughs> that could be the end of it. We really. Truly could just be like, well, we got blown out again, <laughs> and uh, have a good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Thank you for oh. listening. Get a hold of us on Twitter, <laughs> at Behind Patch, on our Facebook page, Behind the Patch. Always give us a call if you want to be on the pod, 208- 557-9771. Be heard by the millions, and uh, we'll catch you next week.
1: Jeez, oh, dude. I'm really getting tired of Having to go back and like talk about blowout losses. You know, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice and thrice, strike three and four. You Amen. know. So I we're we we will not I guess, go dive too deep into the waters of what happened in Oakland on this Sunday because I feel like we're just kind of singing the same tune. The defense uh, gave, the gave up five
2: hundred plus yards uh to Brian right. Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill is now Four and zero against the Raiders in his career. Three times with the uh, lowly Dolphins, and once now with the surging Titans. So um, we are uh, we are at the bottom, scraping the barrel as far as defense is concerned, and offense under- we can't score in the second half. I don't understand that. I'm probably jumping ahead, but alas, yeah. that's that's what I saw.
1: That's the long and the short of it. We'll get into that in just a minute. Raider Nation, if you want to be on the podcast, give us a call. 208-557-9771. Be heard, like Tyler said, by the millions.
2: And millions.
1: And, or, if you want to shoot us a message because you're not comfortable on the phone, you know, there is a, a phobia, I'm sure, out there about comfortableness on phones don't know what it's called probably could look it up but I don't want to um shoot us a message on Twitter find us at behind the eye Patch or on Facebook behind the eye Patch is the page name shoot us a message we'll talk about what you want to talk about on the podcast we'll play your calls back here on the podcast we love hearing from Raider Nation that's really why we started this we wanted to interact with the nation from our own little corner here in Idaho that has no sports team. Minus our Boise State Broncos. Really Whoop. quickly. Really quickly. Our Boise State Broncos. Let, let me let me just uh, dive off the beaten path. Just bear with me one moment. Boise State Broncos. 12-1. and 1. Mountain West champs, Tyler. We're both really excited. But here is my question I pose to you. Our team this year is not as good, I believe personally, as Bronco teams in the past. Right? Right. So, here's my question to you. Would you like to see Boise State... Now, our bowl games are already set. Would you rather see a Boise State team get a Cotton Bowl, but get blown out, say, 42-10? to Or, would you rather see Boise State get the Vegas Bowl, and win a close game?
2: Um, you know, like... (sighs) I guess in the, in the for the rankings for the next year, you'd rather have them win this game so right. that they're still ranked. If you lose that bad in the Cotton Bowl, I don't know if you start in the top 25 the next year. So right. I'm going to say probably the Vegas Bowl, even though it's a lame bowl and right. it's like the last year, right? You're saying it's the last year for the Las Vegas Bowl because yep. UNLV's stadium will now be demolished. And they'll be playing they're not gonna they're not gonna play the the Las Vegas Bowl in the new Allegiant Stadium. I guarantee you that. It's gonna be like I don't know, the Orange Bowl or some some type of of bowl that will be like the national championship, I would guess. If they're gonna play anything there, it's gonna be some bigger game that's gonna sell out more, I would guess.
1: Well from what I heard they might there might be a Vegas bowl there but it will be it will it won't feature small schools anymore. It'll be uh, like Big 10 and Pac12 or something or or yeah yeah Big 10 or ACC and a Pac12 team. So Boise will have to look elsewhere. I think um, Boise State or, can
2: hang with the Pac12. I'm just being yep, downright absolutely. honest.
1: Absolutely. And and, and the only reason I bring that up is because there were rumors that, like, if we if, if Memphis had lost and we had been the non-Power 5 team, like, we would have played, like, Alabama. Now we find out now Memphis is playing Penn State, which I look at that match and I'm like going, okay, I think Boise would have had a shot against oh, yeah. Penn State. Heck but, yeah. But when they're, t- when they're throwing names like Florida and Alabama around, I'm sorry, Boise State fans, if there's anybody out there, but... The our, I love my Broncos. I was at every home game. I was at the Mountain West Championship game on Saturday. Me and the other like eighteen thousand fans that decided to show up in a thirty-six thousand fan stadium. Um, but we There's just only half year, full. Yeah, dude. It was about yeah about half full. I would say. I would say about half full. That's uh, sad. maybe maybe three fifths of the way full. Yeah, maybe sixty percent. That probably leaned closer to sixty percent. But yeah, it was kind of a bummer. Their their rate their um uh numbers. For filling the stadium during championship games are actually declining, which is another reason why everybody says, Hey, we should get a big bowl. It's like, yeah, well, if our fans would show up. Right. Um because That's in sad. Boise, yeah, it really is. Because you know, twelve and one is such a downer year, you know. Right. Oh, uh, there are only about a hundred other college teams that would love to be twelve and one. Uh, but here in Boise, we're like, oh, 12 and one, not good enough. You know, well fire next year. Yeah, fire everybody. Get rid of everybody. Twelve and one's unacceptable. It's like, well, get out of here. Anyhow, uh, but when names like Florida and Bama were getting tossed around, I was like, I don't want to play Florida or Alabama. It's gonna be, <laughs> it's gonna be a bloodbath, guys. Like, uh, in fact, there was a there was a guy walking around. He walked the entire circle of the stadium with a sign that said, "We want Bama." Yes. And I just thought there's always
2: one of those guys, isn't there? <laughs> that one guy that's like we want LSU we want right. Ohio State and you're like no you don't you really yeah, don't you really you really, you don't. really
1: don't like I think you uh who was it uh 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 Wisconsin was yeah. feeling the same thing at halftime and then uh uh Ohio State decided to they gave him a 21 point uh, game and then said okay here we come and uh so anyhow I it, I, I, I feel bad I'm sorry but uh, I'm with you as well. Like, I kind of feel like, and I, I might catch flack for this, but I feel like we kind of deserve the Vegas Bowl. But I feel like we deserve a better opponent, if yeah. that makes sense. Like, like give us, I, I don't know, uh, Utah. Like
2: Minnesota give us, yeah, Utah. Minnesota or give us like Utah or something like
1: that. Yeah, like, like, make it better. But 7-5 and five Washington, like, I understand the storyline with the ex-head coach, Chris Peterson and everything. But, like, a 7-5 and five team, come on. Like, we're 12 and one. Just give us a little more respect than that. But anywho. Okay. We want I'm Bama.
2: There.
1: <laughs> no. Oh, no, sorry. No, we don't. Okay. okay. No. Uh, anywho. All right. Back to some Raider football. Tyler. Well, it was looking pretty good after the first half. Yes, 21 was. What was it? With like 42 seconds left, Tennessee drives the length of the field. No, it was less uh, than
2: that. It was 29 seconds And they got into field goal range. I was like, you have got to be kidding me. This is asinine. Just terrible defense. Horrible. Like, I remember, couldn't tackle. Nobody was playing over the top. It's like, what type of defense does this? Like, play four deep. Play cover four Come on, do something. Yeah, poke it with a (laughs) stick. Like, that's what I felt like. That little (laughs) meme that Jeff poking with a stick. Come on, do something. It's like, good grief, defense. Like, nobody, the only good play on defense all day was that tip pass interception by Mo Hurst, who rumbled and bumbled and stumbled his way back to the 17 yard line and got lit up by Tannehill. Tannehill was like, (laughs) I was like, man, can we sign him for a defensive back in the offseason? or do like, something? Yeah. It's like, golly, it already
1: converted wide receivers, so yeah, probably why work, not? You know.
2: But uh, anyway, yeah, we we made Tannehill look like freaking Joe Montana, so I don't know. I th- there's so many, there's so much to delve into as far as defense is concerned that I feel like it's just a broken record every week. Uh, we're playing with third string signed off the street safeties, uh, you know, Eric Harris, no offense to him, but he's starting and really he should be depth, but he, I I don't know that he's really a starter. He's a great depth and special teams piece, but I don't, I don't know that like you want him starting as your, as your starter. I, I don't know, Micah, there's just, it's just, you know injuries have decimated the defense, but at the same time, it's like what, what teams haven't had critical injuries this year. Right. And yet they've overcome things like that. I mean, you gave a great example of, of Pittsburgh. They've, they're on their third string quarterback, some undrafted Devlin Hodges, who's a professional duck caller for crying out loud. Like that's what they've gone to, and yet, you know, they don't have James Conner. Uh Schuster's been hurt a lot of the year. Their offensive line is in shambles. And it's like, but they still win. The reason right. why, and everybody knows this, you don't have to be a genius, but they have a good defense. Right. But we can't even put out like a semi non putrid defense, like a weak, right. stinky garbage defense. We'd be like our our defense is like garbage that has been sitting in the Arizona summer sun for four weeks. With right. like rotten eggs and dead animals in it. Like that's what it <laughs> that's how bad our defense is. And at least theirs is like respectable, creating a few turnovers here and there, or just, you know, giving up a field goal instead of a touchdown every single time the offense gets the ball. Yesterday right. I, I I think we held we held the, the Titans Then they missed the field goal in the first right. half. We held them on one drive, and I believe that at the end when they were just running the ball, we held them on a couple drives there. But I, every other time, they're scoring a touchdown and and that just can't happen to win games. I, I know that right. that's I know that's new to you know, not not to our listeners because we have classy listeners. Absolutely. The classiest of all Raider Nation. But you can't give up more touchdowns than you score. That's that's kind of the <laughs> the uh, the name of the game is don't do that. And I don't know if it's, you know, I, I was talking to some people online. Uh, John from Twitter is like, is it, you know, is it the coach? They just don't have any fight for the coach. Is it uh, tackling's been horrible all year. So yeah. at what yeah. point do you put it back on the players and say, you know what? They're just not executing worth a darn. You know, right. it's like they can't, they don't tackle. I'm sure they work on tackling, like wrap up, but they continue to lead with the shoulder and and you can't do that against running backs like Derrick Henry or even wide receivers like A.J. Brown who torched us yesterday. It's just, you know, there's, there's so many things that, you're just like, we don't even know where to start. It's like where the, the chicken or the egg, which one came first, you know, it's like, well, right. so I guess that's my two cents. The offense didn't do anything to help in the second half. Couldn't even pick up like a garbage time touchdown. I'm sure we'll talk about that play, but uh, I guess I should let you have a turn to talk.
1: Well, here's the, here's my thing. And I'll start with the defense and we'll cover that first. Cause I know you've covered it a bit. Like why aren't, Why aren't we, we're heading into the draft and I feel like we have to draft every position again, right? Like, like, I feel like we need another defensive end. Yep. We need a couple of, it's not like, you know, we have one side of the field pretty well locked down with, you know, X player. We just need one more guy for the left side. Like, no, we still need like two good corners. We need probably another good safety. We need two linebackers. Defensive tackle. You know, we could probably hang with the defensive tackles we have now. I agree. Like, okay, so you need defensive end. Hankins, Hurst, and
2: Hall. That's not bad. Yeah,
1: not bad rotation at all. But like now, so now I need a defensive end, two linebackers, two corners, and a safety. Like, we what? We are just like not. So maybe you say, well, yeah, we get Abram. You know, next year, yeah, but we don't. Is Joseph going to be back? I don't know. Do He's we a free want agent. Joseph bad? Right. Do we want him back? I mean, do we want us another small safety back there? Don't know. There's something better out there. I, I think if you can get him back at this point, you got to get him back because we're not plugging holes on defense. We're not getting, it's not like, ah, uh, you know, finally we have good corners. Right. You know, we, we finally cut bait with Conley. Mullen is shown flashes, but he's getting torched. Worley, same thing, man. That dude was getting beat like a dirty rug the other day. And it was just like, this is insane. Like, and, and he's had a few good plays here and there, but he just gets beat. A.J. Brown beat him a couple of times. I was just like, this is, in fact, I think on the 91-yard bomb, actually, was which was from, Tannehill threw from his zero-yard line, so it was like technically a 100-yard touchdown, but the drive started at the nine. Um. uh you know i think i think uh, um worley was the one who got beat on that play so uh, it's it's like why why aren't why aren't we plugging some holes here why isn't it getting better why isn't it like okay well next year once we add a couple linebackers our defense will be set no it's like okay back to the drawing board for corners for linebackers for defensive end like crosby right now like as far as generating pressure is our best bet um, I hate to say it, I, I, you know, and I, obviously I still believe we need to give um, uh, uh, Bucket Face, what's his name, Feral, Feral, yeah, Cleveland Feral. We need to give him more time. Obviously, I, I I'm all for that, but he hasn't made the impact that a fourth overall pick player should be making, and that's a fact. Uh, now, uh, not to say that he won't down the stretch, right? But uh, uh it, it's just it. That's what's frustrating to me because it's like, why is it at the end of every year? It feels like it's back to the, It's we can't have something shorn up. We can't have one position that it's like, okay, we finally addressed that this year. It's getting better. I think now we, we have can one. Focus
2: on, I think we have one position that's running back. That's right. That's shored up for the next five years.
1: Right. I would even say the offensive line. Yeah, I, I like our offensive line. If we can that's get great.
2: Incognito back.
1: Right. Right. And so, so that's. That's not bad, not bad at all. But like ugh, this team, like it's not like it's not. We don't have serviceable players. It's not like well, our our corners are serviceable. You know, they're 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 good for now. Um, we can address other. It's like no, we gotta address the corner issue. Like like right like yesterday. You know, we gotta address the linebacker position like five years ago. You hey, know, man. so it's. Uh, uh, that It's really frustrating because like, well, yeah, we have another two first round picks, but geez, everybody's talking about Car needs more weapons in order to succeed. So I'm thinking, well, shoot. I, I think you go, you need a receiver in the first round um, of the draft. And sure, we have, I think, the fifth more most cap space, fifth or sixth most cap space out of all the teams. Last time I checked. Yeah, I th- so, I've
2: seen numbers like anywhere between 70, 70- like at seventy million, but I mean, you think about it. Next year, you can also cut Joiner, which I wouldn't mind seeing him cut. He hasn't done a whole lot. Um And there's there's a few other guys that just like they're <coughs> that Mayock made their. Um, I think even you can Trent cut Trent Brown for like no dead cap space, but I wouldn't cut Trent Brown. He's been pretty good.
1: Yeah, I'd keep him. I'd keep it If you want Carr upright and you believe, you know, Carr needs that time in order to succeed, I think you do have to keep Trent Brown. So, uh, I mean, and and, you know, you're heading into Vegas, you have no, uh, you know, the the, the tax there, you have no income tax, so you're going to be able to draw people in that way. But I think if you want to be a contender next year, you're going to have to go and you're going to have to get big name players on defense in the free agency. And I'm not talking... 34-year-old defensive ends that had two good seasons back in 2013 and 2014. I'm talking, you need guys in their prime. You need to go get those players. If they're out there, you need to spend the money for it. You need to shore up, in my mind, you need to shore up the linebacker position, first and foremost, and then I the cornerback. We need a good corner. Like just somebody. Jeez, at least somebody that can shut down one side of the field so we can... We can focus on the other side. We need a linebacker that can cover and we need a good corner and, and one or t'other needs to get focused on, I think in free agency. Um, and then I think you you need to snag another defensive end, at least for depth, you know, maybe go get a player, um, you know, figure that Max Crosby and Farrell are going to develop and you're going to have a good pass rush by next year. Um, but you need a little more depth, I think at that position, um, so, I don't know, man. That, that That's my opinion. That's what makes me so frustrated because it's always like back to the drawing board at the end of every season. It's like, why, why haven't we gotten any better? I, I made the comment. I said, how has this team won six games? How has this team won six games this year after the last three weeks of play? Because earlier in the season, we had a week or two where it was like, gosh, that was awful. But then it's like a bounce back. And that's, I fully expected Oakland coming back home to the Coliseum, second to the last game before the season's out. I'm expecting the Raiders to, like, I, I sat on this podcast. They're going to be on fire, man. They're going to come out hot, hungry. The playoff games, you know, this is a playoff game. This is a playoff type atmosphere, man. You beat the Titans and you're right in there. You got the tiebreaker. That's huge. And we just absolutely just bomb out. And it's disheartening. Because we haven't played a meaningful game in December since 2016. And that's the only time in the last 16 years. One one time in the last 16 years Oakland's played a meaningful game in December. And finally we get another opportunity and we just totally blow it. Totally blow it. And I feel like, and, and now we're, we're looking at the draft. We're talking in our own chat, Tyler. And we're like, alright, well, uh, on to the draft. Because you need Steelers to lose out. You need the Tennessee Tights to lose out and the Raiders need to win out. That's not happening. I'm sorry. That that's you, you need multiple Christmas miracles combined into one ginormous miracle to just slap you right upside the face in order for that to happen, and it's not gonna happen. So from now on, it's just basically feel good. Can you know, can we go eight and eight? Can we have a five hundred season? You know, maybe win out. That'd be cool. Nine and seven, but it's all just you know, moral victories from here on out, which is getting a little tiresome, but I did say I wanted seven wins for this season to be considered a success. Well we got three weeks left, man. And and if we keep putting out like we did this last week, yeah, it, it's I don't I don't see it happening. I'm sorry. I just don't. L- look at look at the what what Chargers win? Forty five to three? It
2: was like the ten. Forty five to ten, yeah.
1: Forty five to ten. The 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 Broncos just trashed the playoff Houston Texans. They just trashed them. Yep. We've got to play both those teams. I'm not even confident we could beat Jacksonville with how we've been playing. They've got Leonard Fournette. We just we just played a similar back in Hunter Henry, and the dude ran all over us. Minshew can run. Uh, like, it's going to be a shootout. So I, 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 I'm not confident anymore. I was confident last week. I was confident the week before. Heck, I was confident the week before that. But it's just all gone blown out the window. So... Dude, we've talked about defense. What do you see for offense for this team like going forward the last 3 weeks and then heading into the off season?
2: Um as far as as offense goes, I'm looking at um one one of the websites that I really like is called overthecap.com. Um okay. you can look at contracts and all that type of stuff. So in 2020, I was wrong about a couple players. So Trent Brown to cut him, he would cost $21 million. So Trent Brown is going to Las Vegas, whether we, we like it or not. Um, Carr, you could cut for $5 million cap. Hudson's staying. LaMarcus Joyner is probably staying. He would count $8 million against the cap. You could cut Tyrell Williams, Gabe Jackson uh, for $0. They would cost nothing against the cap. But Tyrell is slated to make 11 million next year. Gabe Jackson is slated to make 9.6 million next year. Uh, You could cut Tyre Whitehead for a million, and that would save us 6 million against the cap. Um, I'm just kind of looking through some players that wouldn't cost any money to cut. Eric Harris wouldn't cost any. Derek Carrier wouldn't cost any. Zay Jones wouldn't cost any. Um. And those are really the only players that would, like, cost money to cut. You know, you're not going to cut Colton Miller. Probably not going to cut Jonathan Hankins, because I think Hankins is solid. I yeah, um, same here. I, wouldn't, I honestly wouldn't be surprised to see Tyre Whitehead cut, or at least yeah, like, asked to take a significant pay cut to stay with the team. Um, Tyrell Williams, I think, will stay with the team, but I don't know, man. I mean, that's $11 million you could sign by cutting him. So right. you could save $9 million by cutting Gabe Jackson. So they may go with like a Denzel Good or something like that. I don't know. But that's uh, that's for as far as like free agency. Um, I'm kind of going in a, a different direction. So this next offseason... Richard Worley, Carl Joseph, perfect Glennon, Nevin Lawson, Denzel Good, Dwayne Harris, Josh Morrow, Kyle Wilbur, Benson Mayowa, Incognito. Those are real. Um, Preston Brown, who we just signed. Dion Jordan, Keelan Doss, DeAndre yeah. Washington, uh, David Sharp, Daniel Carlson is a um, is a I don't know what E R F A. Something free agent. I'm not real sure exactly what that is. I'll have to look that up. Uh, Nick Morrow is a restricted free agent, so they'll probably put a tender on him or, you know, match somebody's offers, what they can do. But, I mean, like you said, we're just, it feels like instead of filling the gaps and getting players that can play, we're just... We're still like, well, that person's gone. Either free agency or they they didn't pan out. Is right. So you know we could be Feels look, like
1: we're throwing mud at the wall and just hoping something sticks. sticks at like every position. Yep. And like we got lucky with Max Crosby, with Hunter Renfro. Um. You know. Yeah. We definitely with the jury's are, still out on Farrell. Right. Yeah. It's just frustrating. On
2: really frustrating. on the offensive side of the ball, I mean, I guess you start with the quarterback, right? Do I? Right. Am I tired of watching Carr make boneheaded plays like throwing the ball away on fourth down? Absolutely. Do I think they're gonna get rid of him? If you were to hold a gun to my head, I would say no. I don't yeah. think that they're gonna get rid of him because Gruden likes he likes veteran quarterbacks, and he yep. likes that Carr already knows the offense, and I think in gruden's mind it's probably like well next year in vegas maybe i draft somebody and we groom that said somebody behind car and after that after next year we're done i mean you know unless we win a playoff game or two um and that maybe that experiment's over. I think our offensive line is decent. I think they're good enough. Um yep. and I really don't think that maybe a little bit of depth, but I really felt good with uh Andre James who came in and filled in with uh for Hudson. Yeah. I think that yeah. I, I really if we could just keep Denzel good in the off season, I and re-sign Incognito. I think the offensive line is good, but then you know, at, at, uh, running back, what, whether we, I don't know that Richard is going to be worth, like I could see him getting like a $2 million a year deal, or maybe three, um, yeah, yeah. to play running back. And I don't know that for the depth that he's worth that, at least to me, uh, Deandre Washington is probably looking at a couple million a year to play running back as well as in a backup role. I think you with one of those third round picks, and in free agency, you can probably sign people for cheaper, and they may be out the door. I don't know. Um, But you're going to have to get some depth at running back. Um, Definitely need to get, whether a draft or a free agent, there's not really very many good free agent wide receivers coming out this year, but the draft is loaded with them. And so that's where I'm kind of like, Maybe with one of those first-round draft picks, you pick up a, a a LaVisca Chenault out of Colorado or you get a, a Henry Ruggs third out of Alabama if uh, or a T Higgins out of Clemson. I yeah. think those guys will be there where the Raiders are picking. And if we continue to lose, you never know. Like Maybe maybe even a, a C.D. Lamb is sitting there for right. you, depending right. on what team's... Feel that they need, um, and then I've seen. You know, I'm gonna be a homer. I really like Jalen Hurts. I like what he's done. I don't think that he was great uh, in that Big Ten or Big Twelve. No, is it the Big Twelve title game against? Uh, oh, I believe so. Who was that know. that Oklahoma played? I can't even remember now. But anyway, I like him. I like how his game translates. Um, I'm not a quarterback guru, but I like, I like him coming out of school and I've seen him at a third round grade. And I'm like, whoo, sit him behind car to learn the nuances of the offense for the, for a year and, and go from there. I like that. Um, so on, I mean, on offense, obviously we need wide receivers. Um, and we, you know, I don't know if, do you feel like Zay Jones is gonna stick around. We already cut Davis, who we traded for. Like I think we need to quit trading for wide receivers and just draft some or yeah. sign them because it like we've given up a third and a fifth round for for he who shall not be named, and that didn't work out. We gave up a third rounder for um the other guy from the Steelers. Martavis Bryant. Oh yeah, that's that right. didn't work out. We gave up a sixth rounder for uh, freaking for Davis, and that hasn't worked out. And I think we gave what did we give up a fifth rounder for Zay Jones? I think and, so. Uh, fifth or sixth. So I mean, we've given up quite a few draft picks for wide receivers who have not panned out. So, you know, I would say they maybe keep Jones in the off season. Yep. Uh, I, I don't know about Tyrell. I mean, you save eleven million dollars by cutting him. I don't, I don't know. I guess it just depends on what the draft looks like, but anyway, definitely need a wide receiver and some weapons there. And then I guess you kind of, you know, tight end is pretty set for the next few years. I feel like, and yeah. uh, those are like the two running back and, and tight end and the offensive line are about the positions. I feel the best about running uh depth at running back um, wide receivers, and then you got to look at your quarterback situation too. So those, I mean, right. that's where I, I kind of lean towards in the offseason.
1: Yeah, for me, it's like uh, so. We'll start at the quarterback. Like, uh, make no mistake, Carr had some good plays on Sunday, and he's had it all year. But
2: when is here's enough what enough have, though?
1: Here's what I have issue with. Why? Why is it that teams like the Steelers with a third-string no-name quarterback, why is it Tannehill comes off the bench? Why are these guys—and and the Titans don't have a fantastic defense. They don't. the, the very middle—their their, offense—their their, their, pass defense is 27th in the NFL. We talked about it on the podcast last week. Run defense is, like, tied for 12th or 13th. So, I mean, good, but not not great, not even top 10. But the tit- and, 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 Titans are without Walker best pass catcher they're out without Humphreys yesterday as well yet they're still able to go up and that a defensive score put up 35 points against the Raiders they're able to go dude they beat the Chiefs like why why can't we do that why can't the Oakland Raiders do that that's what I have issue with because there are, and I understand everybody's, we talked about this. Well, yeah, the Steelers have a good defense. That's fine. Okay, yeah, but they're still able to go put points and go win games. The Titans don't have a very good defense and they're right behind the Steelers for a playoff spot. They're winning games. They're traveling all over and kicking butt, beating the Chiefs, traveling to Kosh Country, beating the Raiders. Um, uh, so, so I'm like, why other teams are able to do it? Why are the Raiders not able to do it? Because there's obviously a problem. Why is it why is it when we play a high caliber team like the Chiefs, it, we don't have a shot, but when the Titans play them, you could ar- arguably say w- w- without without their best pass catcher, Delaney Walker, and with a middle of the road defense, they can beat the Chiefs. Like why is it every any given Sunday for 31 other teams in the NFL, maybe 30 but or say twenty nine, but but for the Raiders, it's not. Everything has to be perfect. Everybody has to be healthy. Everything has to go a hundred percent right. Otherwise, it's like, well, well, we've got a, a pretty good excuse for why we lost this week. the uh, other teams have. Just as many excuses as we do, but they're winning. Titans are winning. Steelers, we wrote the Steelers off. I chastised the Steelers when they were one and four, trading their first round pick to get Minka Fitzpatrick. I said, What are you doing? Your quarterback's out. Your season's done. You're one and four. You're losing games. Your quarterback's toast. Uh, you lost, you know, Antonio Brown, that was taking a big hit on them. Juju Smith Schuster wasn't playing that great. And I'm like, Why would they do that? And now here they are. In in the sixth seed in the playoffs, why can't the Raiders do that? Why can't we put up points on offense? And here's the it's it, it's not just this week. It wasn't just this week that we had trouble putting up points. It's been the whole season. We can we have not put a single team away when we had the opportunity go to London. What were we up seventeen to nothing on the Bears? We get the ball to start the second half. If I'm not mistaken, we can't put them away. We can't put them away. Instead, we let them back in and almost blow that game. We can't put the 0 and ten Cincinnati Bengals away. We win seventeen to ten. We can't put we we not even put the Broncos away the first week. What was that like twenty four to seventeen? The yep. end of that game. We can't put the Chargers away. Who th- Philip Rivers throws three interceptions in that game. We can't put the Chargers away, and they had won what three games up to that point? Yep. So so, why, the offense has struggled, even though some people don't want to see it, the offense has struggled all season long. Putting up three points, putting up 10 points, putting up 21 points, hallelujah, go put up another 21 in the second half. We got the ball to start the second half against the Titans. We get to the 50-yard line, Carr takes a sack on third and five. Punt. Uh, Because I thought uh, we were down at like the 38, 37 yard line. And I thought, I'll bet you money we go for it here if we can't get it. Because we're we're at that weird part of the field, you know, where it's like if you punt. I'll bet we go for it, especially if we pick up a couple yards. I'll bet Gruden says, nah, keep going. And so we take like a six yard sack, punt. And then our defense miraculously forces a three and out. Titans are punting from their end zone. We get the ball at the 47 yard line. We get two yards. What? We just put up... We had three out of our four drives. We scored touchdowns in the first half. Now our first two drives in the in the second half, we we, we moved the ball two yards on our 47. We take a sack when we're at their 38-yard line. Th- this, this kind of stuff, we don't, we don't have a killer mentality. We don't have that. We've got a boot on the throat. And instead of saying, all right, here's our chance to seize this game, Oakland could have gone up 10, 14 points. With those first two drives in in the half instead it's like we all of a sudden it's like we're playing like we're up 30 to nothing it's like all right sweet well let's run some time off the clock here you know a uh, little check down here and there I'll take a sack just live to fight another day not a big deal it's like we're playing like like it's like oh you know what' there'll, there'll be another drive no th- guys we're tied at 21 and that's the problem that's what I've seen all season from the offense look we know the defense is terrible. Like, is anybody, does anybody, like, not think that at this point in the season? That the defense, does does anybody go into a game right now with the Raiders thinking that, hey, I think the defense is going to play well this week?
2: No? Nope.
1: Like, like you could have a quarterback in a wheelchair out there, and he'd still probably toss for 185 yards and a couple touchdowns, maybe an interception here or there. But, like, our defense is that bad. So I don't expect much personally out of the Raider defense. But when the offense gets two opportunities to go up by double digits in the second half and we blow them each one, it's like, wow, I've seen this week 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. I've seen, I've seen this every week. And that's what I have issue with. We can't score points. We can't put a well-rounded game together. And so, sure, I think we're going to keep Carr. I think Carr goes into Vegas. But if that's the case... And we need everything perfect around Derek Carr to win. I agree with you, Tyler. Offensive line looks good. Let's get Incognito back. Jacobs is a stud. Glad we've got him. Then our, our tight end position should be set for many years to come. Uh, Then let's, like, our first, we don't have a second round pick right now, maybe. I think no, we have, we like, don't. three third round picks. Yes. Trade a couple of those bad boys. Move into the second round. I At this point, I'd snag two wide receivers. No more excuses. If this is well, okay. Carr doesn't have the weapons. Okay, you know what? If we lose the last three games and we're six and ten, and we're like a top, what would that put us like I don't top know, ten? Probably, big, top probably
2: 12 13, somewhere top 12.
1: in there. If CD Lamb is there, because uh, historically people don't usually go very high for wide receivers as far you know, they they just don't. So if, you know, if we're twelve, 12, 11, and CD Lamb is there, you better get him. You better snatch him up, Absolutely. and then I think you trade back into the second round and you get. A T Higgins. Oh, who's the other guy? Johnson, I believe. He just, he had over like 2,000 yards or 2,600 yards receiving or something for Clemson. Go get him too. Pile, stockpile weapons around Carr. Keep Tyrell Williams. you got Foster Moreau. You've got, uh... Who's uh, out for uh, the
2: year, bless his heart.
1: Bless his heart. I felt, I oh mean, I felt so bad for him. Uh, dude's low-key been crushing it. Keep everybody else. And then if that's what it's going to take, if Carr just needs more weapons, then okay... Let's load up. Let's rock and roll because that's what we're going to have to do. I think the first pick in of our two first rounders has to be wide receiver. It's got to be a top tier wide receiver because I want no more excuses. I'm tired of this. Well, the defense is bad. Well, the offense, you know, we had one guy hurt. Well, Jacobs wasn't in it. I'm tired of it, man. At some point, every other team is making it work with their quarterbacks but the Raiders or in our fan base, we always have an excuse. And I'm, I'm starting to not buy it anymore because I bought it for a while, Tyler. I was like, well, yeah, I can kind of see your point. Yeah, well, yeah, the, the defense is pretty bad. But then I start looking at it. I'm going, yeah, but the offense is getting chances to go down. Zero points in the second half against Tennessee? That makes right. no sense. Nope. That makes no sense. That's not on the defense. That's There's nothing of that on the defense. What they got, they got like five drives in the second half. You couldn't put up three points with five drives. Nope. And it was, like I said, it wasn't just last week. It's been all season long. That has been the story with this offense. They'll show up for the first drive, and then all of a sudden go ghost for two
2: quarters. Or the opposite. What? They won't show up in the first half, and then, like, they try to come back in the second half, and they can't do right. it.
1: Yep. So, I've done ranting, but that's—it's—if if we're on the car train, which I think we are for at least one more season in Vegas, then— Get him some weapons. If that's what we believe it is, our receivers can't get open. Then okay, go get difference makers. I think CD Lamb. CD Lamb reminds me of like a, um, uh, uh, a Hopkins type wide receiver. Yeah, he reminds me of that kind of of player. That he's got the speed, the quickness. One of those guys that could turn like a six yard slant into like a forty yard run. Well, down he the did lines. that
2: in the game. It, it right? was Baylor. It was Baylor. Right. That's who it was. Is he?
1: And it is Big Twelve. I, I double Big checked Big Twelve, yes,
2: <laughs> Big Twelve. I think it used to be the Big Ten. I'm showing my age, but anyway. So the Big Twelve. I mean, uh, he took like a, a a pass that Carr loves to throw, like a three yard little hook or something. I don't know, and yeah. turns breaks a couple tackles and turns it into like a sixty yard gain. And you're like, yes, that is what I want. And I right. went out on Twitter and I was like, you know what? I know that the Raiders probably have him pretty high on their draft board, but it's going to take some capital, I think, to move up to get him. Because I think he probably go. – I've seen – now, Micah, I know this is a naughty word to say already, but I've been looking oh, no. at mock drafts. I know that's oh, naughty. No. <laughs> I know it's naughty. I know it's bad. But I'm I'm kind of to that point where it's like, well, it's December. Let's start looking at some mock drafts. Let's look at some players who can help the Raiders in the future to come. I I've seen him going between uh, like the top eight picks. So okay. So between the first eight picks, somewhere in there, whether it's sixth or eighth, but somewhere in there is where I've seen uh, Jerry Judy going like in the top five, six, and then C.D. Lamb is the next wide receiver off the board. Um, So you may have to move up. Now, this is December. We haven't had, I mean, we haven't had the combine. We haven't, we don't even know what the draft order is going to be at this point. We know that the Bengals are probably going to be number one, but, you know, there are some people out there that can help us. And, and, you got to decide, is it worth moving up or can we get somebody that does just as well, you know, later down, later down the road. And I, going back to, you know, what we've talked about, we trust Mayock to be the evaluator that he is. I say, let him do his job. I'd like to see him move up back into the second round and get a second rounder, uh, Preferably somebody like a Mullen instead of like a Jihad Ward, like where the the typical <laughs> project uh, second round right. draft pick. So anyway, that and there's there's just so much dysfunction. It feels like right now, you know, is Gunther back next year? Probably not be. I think he I, will be. I swear be. to. I think he you, will be, and
1: I, I if he is, dude, I, I am going to. I I don't know what I would do, but that would be <laughs> utterly, utterly ridiculous in my opinion. I agree, utterly ridiculous. But I opinion.
2: don't I don't think that they will fire him next year or in this off season. I I think he's probably our defensive coordinator, just for the sake of continuity. Um, you know I I don't know I don't know what you do. It's it's just. I think we're we still don't have the talent. We still yeah. it, on offense. I figured that at least our offense would run well this year.
1: Right, right. Be- well, it should.
2: It should. It should. Carr knows because the every- offense. He knows the nuances. Yeah. The offensive line is about the same. You've got incognito that's different, and Trent Brown that's different. And I would say Trent Brown is a definite upgrade over. Brandon Parker, wouldn't you? I mean, uh, a little bit. Just yeah, a, just I, a, by a, teeny just a bit? Tiny bit, Yeah, yeah. maybe I'd like I'd give
1: him like a, an A instead of an A minus. You right. know what I'm saying yeah, just, so that I'd give Parker.
2: Right. It's like a, a 7 it's like if Parker was like a 90 and and Trent Brown's like a 93 or something on a right. Madden rating scale. There you go. There you go. But I mean even even with the even <laughs> with the uh, <sighs> It just, even with the wide receivers not being able to do anything or allegedly not able to do anything, I would still think this offense, when you get the ball in the second half, could move it down to at least get like three points. Or right. when you get the ball on your 47 yard line because your defense gets one stop, one stop yep. that you needed. You could go down and score something instead of going three and out and and get, taking a sack on third and a long one, two-ish. It's just like, why? Why does that happen? Right. At least, I don't know. I don't know, Micah. I'm just, right. it, it's frustrating because you sit there and you're like, we asked the defense to make one stop and they did it. And that's all you can really ask for. I mean, in theory, that is a 14-point swing. If you right. score the opening drive, you get another stop. That that should be 14 points and you're up. And then right. if you can't hang on after that, you know, it's still problematic. But just like, why couldn't they take the ball and move the ball when they got it, you know. Take the plays that were working in the first half and incorporate them into the opening drive of the second half. Why don't why can't we do things like that?
1: Right. It feels so piecemeal. Everything always feels so piecemealed. And 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 again, I want to go back like when we lost Antonio Brown. The Raider Nation automatically was like, well, remember, Tyrell Williams, we brought him in as the the number one wide receiver. He was going to be our number one wide receiver to Antonio Brown, so we're going to be fine. Tyrell Williams, he's a number one wide receiver. We brought him in to be number one wide receiver. And then now all of a sudden, everybody's like, well, yeah, I mean, he's a wide receiver too. Carr doesn't have a true wide receiver one. That's why we're not doing well. What? What are you talking about? Everybody was high on the hog on Tyrell Williams. This guy's a true number one. And all of a sudden, it's like, instead of taking our lumps and maybe going... Or 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 Tyler, maybe questioning is Car is Car the guy is Car instead of How doing that. Dare then, you! Right, and you you even suggest something like that. You suggest that you know what? I don't know if Car's the answer. And all of a sudden it's like <gasps> you hater. Yes, and it's like I'm not you a hater. Fan. I'm just looking. Yeah, I'm looking at our offense. Going, we can't with five drives at least, and I have to re- double check but it was at least five drives we got in the second half. We can't put up any points. We Not started even our garbage. Own, we did, we we started our own 47 at one point and we got 2 yards. We got 2 yards on 3 plays. You that's and again, I go back to that. it wasn't just last game. This has been the same thing all season. We're for quarters at a time. Our our, our our offense, is just it's just gone. It's just not there. It's not even like we're driving the ball and, oh, stupid mistake. We're driving the ball, oh, missed field goal. We're not even driving the ball. We're getting a first down, maybe two, get up to around the 45-yard line. It's like, oh, you know, we get around the old Raiders symbol and everything just seems to shut down. In fact, watch that next game because it, it is. It's like we get around the 50-yard line and I maybe it's the play calling. The play calling changes and then all of a sudden it's like... We can't pick, you know, we'll start at our own eight. And it's like, first down, sweet. Another first down, awesome. First down again, oh, here we go. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, stalls, sack, you know, punt. And I'm always like, well, at least we're around the 50. When we punt it, we have a chance of pinning them back. Like, that's my mentality every time the offense gets on the field, dude. Every time we get around, like, the, about the 30-yard line, I'm, I'm like, I don't think touchdown. I'm like, well, at least we have three. We have a chance of three. Uh, cause, because I have no faith. That the offense can score points and and show me show me the season where I should have more faith. Show me the games that we've put up thirty five. Po- have we scored thirty this year? Um, I don't think we have. Let me see. I'm trying to think. Uh, the Bears. What do we we won that? What well, we, we put up? What twenty six points in that? Let me let me double check. But that that's I have no faith in this offense, and that's where. I I take issue because, look, at this point, I I know our defense is bad. I get that. I, I I accept it. I don't expect much from the defense. But I expect a lot more from an offense. Derek Carr in his second season, we, a good uh, offensive line. Let's
2: see. We won 24, lost 28-10, lost 34-14. One, we did put up 31 against Indianapolis. Okay, 24 against Chicago.
1: Against the Colts who had like their starting linebacker, starting safety.
2: Against Detroit, 26 against the Chargers. Okay. Uh, but yeah, then like the Jets three, Kansas City nine, and Tennessee twenty one.
1: Okay. But so so two games we hit thirty one points. Yeah. With an offense that I believe should be putting up at least consistently 24 points a game consistently with the run game that we have, the offensive line we have, and a quarterback that everybody highly touts. And I've highly touted, dude. The, look, the, there's no, here's, I want to make this distinction, Tyler, because this is, I think it's important. I want Derek Carr to succeed. I want Derek Carr to be the future quarterback of the franchise. I want that. I'm not one of these people out, because I know they're out there, that just, they don't like Derek Carr. And so it's like, they want him to fail. I don't. That's stupid. That's like wanting your your airplane pilot to you know be de- bad at his job because you want a different pilot, and you're you know thirty two thousand feet in the air. Right. Like, that's dumb. But but my issue is is that we I feel like we never look at car and say, hmm, boy, you know he could have done better there. It's like no 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 there was something wrong somewhere else. It wasn't his fault. It's like, well, that's not fair because I've seen times like on fourth and one, Can you not do anything else? And that's where I go, okay, what would a Hertz do? What would Hertz do on fourth and one from the goal line? Could he run it in? You know, because he can, he's, he's got wheels. What could Hertz do? You know, when we're at our own forty or actually our own 50, because we've picked up two, three yards and it's third and five, like, does, he, does Hertz keep that drive alive with his legs when he doesn't find anybody open? Because apparently, according to Carr, nobody's open because he takes a sack. You know, does Hertz scramble and pick up 5, 10, 15, 20 yards? I don't know. Get a first down. Keep that drive alive. Go down, score a touchdown. I don't know. I don't know. But I I think when, when the offense against, and again, the Titans defense is no great shakes. We're not playing a top five, not even a top 10 defense. When you're playing a defense like that and you can't put up zero points in the second half, that's not the defense's fault. Like, everybody's quick to go, look at how bad our defense played. Yeah, well, the offense did not play well. Somebody told me, well, our defense or our offense, you know, puts up a lot of points usually week by week to win games. No, they don't. No, they don't. Nope. 21 points in today's NFL does not win you a game. I'm sorry. Unless you're playing the Bengals. Unless you're playing the Redskins, it doesn't win you games. Unless you're playing bottom four tier teams, 21 points ain't going to cut it. I think you need to put, be able to put up at least, I would say, 28 points to win a football game in today's NFL. Because it's an offensive-driven league. And and two, uh, how, what we've scored 31 points twice. How many times have we scored three? I think we scored three. Uh, how many times have we scored single digit in games? I think it's at least as many times as we've been able to put up 30-plus points a game this year.
2: Let's see. Single digits. Um, hold on. Come on, computer.
1: Um. my. The point is, is that everybody shoulders the blame here, and I think Carr is to blame for this as well. And so, look, if the excuse is Carr needs weapons— then by all means, because I'm with you. I don't think Carr gets the can this year. I think they carry Carr into Vegas. You can argue if that's a smart move or not. I'm on the fence about it. I'm like you. I trust Mayock. I trust Gruden, maybe blindly, maybe foolishly. Time will tell. But for right now, I trust them. It's just
2: just those two games, the Jets and Kansas City, were the only games that we scored under 10 points.
1: Okay. How, there were a couple games we only scored ten points. Is that correct? Um, I think uh, once see. against
2: Kansas. Let's see, Kansas City we scored ten. Minnesota we scored fourteen. Um, yeah, we had a garbage time touchdown Cincinnati the seventeen. Right. Um, L- look at those and then scores Jets, though. Kansas City, three and nine. And then yesterday we scored twenty one. So
1: right. So uh, if you were to add all those up and give me an average, my guess is it's going to come out somewhere around like 19 or 20 points a game would be my guess. Um, That might be high, Um, but that would be my guess. And that's in today's NFL, that's not enough to get it done. And my point is, uh, getting back to what I was saying, is that, yeah, I I trust Gruden, trust Mayock. So if that's the case, if if we're car tw- car for 2020 and 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 Vegas time, then by gosh by golly man, I want him to succeed. So if it's receivers we need because that's what all of Raider Nation says. In fact, I have a poll, 144 people voted. 30% said it was on car for the offensive woes, 70% said that it was lack of offensive weapons. There were about Ten people that said it was coaching. I asked to comment coaching because for whatever reason, Facebook only gives you two options in a poll. Lame. Lame. Um, uh, so, if that's the case, we need offensive weapons, which I agree. Like I wouldn't mind a CD Lamb or a Higgins or a Rugs. I I'd love that. So if that's the case, let's go do it. Get one. Get two. You know. Let's have fun. Let's grab a couple of them. Um. And then and and then. We've got no excuses in twenty twenty. Twenty twenty is the year for everybody who loves car, hates car, whatever. But especially for those who love car, then we have no excuses. Twenty twenty, and I, I can't. It, it, there, there's no excuses. We have offense of weapons out the wazoo. Tight end stacked, running back stacked, offensive line stacked. Now we have wide receiver stacked. If Carr is the man. If Carr is the guy that is going to lead this franchise to a Lombardi, because that is the goal every year, then next year, Oakland should be a playoff team, and I would say not only a playoff team, they need to win a game in the playoffs, otherwise, I'm going to look at Carr and I'm going to go, I think that it's time, time's up, time's up for me, time's up on the Carr train, that's my thought, Tyler.
2: Yeah, it's interesting to me that Carr has yet to throw for over three hundred yards this this year in a game it's because he
1: doesn't have good receivers, Tyler. Oh, he doesn't sorry. Doesn't have good receivers. All right. No, but seriously, yeah, really, like, you, you know, you know who's thrown for more at uh, three hundred yard games? Yeah. Uh, uh, the, uh yeah. Locke. Locke Drew, Drew
2: Locke.
1: Locke. Yep. <laughs> quarterback who started two games for the Broncos. That's ridiculous. That's insane. We we couldn't. Drew Locke. Goes and puts up over three hundred yards against the Texans defense. We can't do that. Carr can't throw for that against the Texans defense. So what is it? Is it Carr? Is it the offensive play calling? Maybe, like that scares me a little bit. Is it? Is it our? Is it the play calling? Is the play calling not good? Because that worries me a little bit. Because now we're starting all over again right. uh, at the coaching position, and that's like, oh my gosh, really? Is it the coaching? Oh, are you kidding me? Because I've put a lot of faith in Carr or in, in, in Gruden, Tyler. I, I know. have.
2: As have and, I. And
1: I don't want to be wrong, but at the same time, like, I'm like, is, is maybe, I don't know. I don't know. I think Gunther's a big problem on defense personally. Um, I think the scheme or whatever he has those guys doing, like, I, I feel like, yeah, it's a lack of talent on defense as well, but. Good grief, man. Like, they couldn't stop a, a I I – Nosebleed? It, 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 it's, it's so bad. It's so bad. I I give up. Yep. I give up.
2: Yeah. And, and it's just like the same thing every year. I'm, if we're on defensive side of the ball, like you said, almost every position needs addressed defensive end needs addressed we need like two or three linebackers we need um i mean you name it we we need it on defense right and and it's a team game i realize that like yeah the defense shouldn't be giving up 500 plus yards a game i get that but why can't we just say like car stunk and the defense stunk like right they both stink they're both not good so why can't I don't understand why we have to have this internal rage monster battle of well it's this and it's this it's not enough offensive weapons how dare you talk about car when it's the defense and then you've got people that are like how dare you defend car when clearly you know it's just all of this all of this stuff when really this team just isn't there yet it's right. Simply put, it's not there yet. We thought that perhaps we were ahead of schedule, but it's not there yet. That is the simplicity. That's the simple way to look at it is we're not there yet. We've taken a lot of injuries this year. We've you know, and and that that hurts. But yeah. good yeah. teams overcome those, Micah. We're not yes. a good team yet. That's that's the simple fact of it. As much as we want to be that team, we are not that team right now. That's that's the simple, it you know, cut and dry of it. That that's it. That we're not that team yet. Can we be that team? I don't know because I haven't seen it since two thousand one and two thousand two and two thousand. I I haven't seen a a good team since then we had a fluky season 12 and four, but we haven't been consistent. We've been consistently bad. If there's any consistency to us, it's consistently we're bad, which it, it it hurts. It stings the pride quite a bit. Right. So, you know, I'd like to, I'd like to think that we were on uh, the up and up. We got to six wins. And then all of a sudden it's like, I don't even know. You know what what we do from here on out. We've got the Jags this week. We've got uh, Sand or Los Angeles Chargers, and then we end in Denver. So, uh,
1: I, it, I I ran the numbers really quickly. We're averaging eighteen points a game on offense, barely seventeen point nine.
2: That's not so good.
1: 18, no that that doesn't win in today's NFL. It doesn't. It, 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 that those are real numbers. That's Carr in the offense. Yeah. Putting up an average of 18 points a game. That's unacceptable. And like you said, it's it's um it's one of those things that carr is as much to blame for the offensive woes as anybody. I don't see how you cannot put it on carr as well. Um because there are there's a section of our fan base that just like it's like they refuse to or or you know to to look at Carr and go oh man he had a you know bad game or you know, just say he had a bad game you know, yeah he hasn't been on recently like just be honest about it just be honest about it and the numbers don't lie it doesn't lie guys 18 points a game that is a struggling offense that's not a good offense right. okay and Carr is supposed to be the leader i think we all agree Carr the quarterback is the captain the leader of the offense dare say the leader of the team and you're putting up 18 points a game that when other people, other people are able to do more and they're winning games. We're not, we're not competing. That's the problem. That's I think maybe the biggest issue I have too. a lot of these games. We're not even in the game Tyler. Right. Like, yep. You know, uh, Kansas That's City, what's both frustrating
2: games, about it is right. we, and we we're get not our
1: losing 26 to it. 27, you know, it's like, oh, we were right there again. Oh, man, so many of these games, we're losing barely. Like, oh, this is killing me, but at least we're on the right track. Yeah, we have a lot of rookies. It's like, we're we're, we're getting toasted in the second half by the Titans. The Jets just take us out behind the woodshed and, and, and take a switch off the tree and just rub our rears raw, you know? Floggings. We, yeah, yeah, it's floggings. It's a bloodbath, and it's like, why... This team, like, I look, I didn't expect playoffs this year, so I was pleasantly surprised to see how we were doing. But I didn't expect to just be getting, tr- you know, railroaded either. I didn't expect to be getting backed over by a, you know, a road grader, and then, you know, they're putting it in forward and backing over again and putting it in reverse. Week in, week out. Three weeks in a row this has happened, guys. Three points, nine points, 21 points.
2: And the 21 points, points all in, came in the first half. Right.
1: 20 Let's see. Let's see. 33 points in three games. 11 points a game. And, and Pitiful. And the Chiefs. The Chiefs. Well, let's see. The Chiefs were one of them, right? Yeah, yeah. The Chiefs' defense is terrible. The Chiefs' defense will be their downfall again in the playoffs. Mark my words. It is every year, right? The Chiefs' defense is bad. Well, that bad. and Andy Reid. Right. The Jets, okay. The Jets had the best pass defense, run defense in the NFL, but still, their pass defense isn't good. The, the Titans, very vanilla, terrible, bottom five pass defense in the league. Well, crap, Cincinnati.
2: Points. We put up seventeen points on Cincinnati, and that's it.
1: The Bengals, seventeen points. That's that's terrible against, and they were zero ten at the time. That that that's inexcusable. So blame does need to be laid at Carr's feet. And uh, you get a receiver for him this year, that's fantastic. Great. Go do it. I'm all for it because I want my offense to be scoring more than 18 points a game average. But if this time next year, Tyler, this team isn't at least a nine-win team and we are close, you know, we're not talking about, hey, we get a win this week and we lock up a playoff spot. Or, you know, something something of such sorts. And we don't go into the playoffs and do some damage. I'm not talking a Super Bowl run, but that would be awesome.
2: It would be. I'd love to see but, that.
1: Right. But I'm just talking, there, there needs to be, we talked about it at the beginning of the year. I said seven wins. We, we're one away, win, win away from that, and I, it will satisfy the monster in me. I said in Vegas, we need to be like, a 10-plus win team by that point and be heading into the playoffs, doing damage in the playoffs. So that's, I fully expect it. I fully expect it next year. Anything less, and I'm going to say, you know what, it, it's time to do something different. I, I don't know what it is. I We'll evaluate that here in a year. But uh, uh, I, I think what I'm most tired, what we're most tired about is everybody, Carr is never to blame for anything. Carr is blameless. Carr leads a blameless game and that is just not, the case. I like the guy. He plays some good football at times. He plays some fantastic football at times. He's played a lot better under pressure, and the numbers show that. Hallelujah. I am thankful for it as a Raider fan, but I'm also looking, because our slogan is uh, commitment to excellence, so I figure I can demand excellence. I say, look, Carr, there's, there's room for improvement here, Raider Nation, and Carr has room to improve, in my opinion. But it's like, no, no, no. Carr's playing a perfect game. And you don't you don't you don't slander him. You don't talk bad about him or else you're a hater or go cheer for another team. Bull hockey. I've loved the Raiders since I was little. I am a mega fan. I am as, just as much of a fan with probably as much if not more knowledge than a lot of Raider Nation on the Oakland Raider organization and on football in general. And so I am passionate about the Raiders and I'm passionate about winning. I don't I'm not somebody who's sitting over here just after getting blown out Forty-two to twenty-one. Well, win, lose, or tie, Raider Nation till I die. Sure, I have that mentality.
2: We always come I've, back for more.
1: Right. I, I I guarantee you, I'm gonna have my my computer open streaming the game again next Sunday against Jacksonville. Even though there is no pl- hope of playoffs. Okay, there's like a one percent chance of hope for the playoffs, but realistically, not really. I will be right there. My flag will be flying in front of my house come Sunday. But I have the right. When I think something's going wrong, to criticize it, I don't care who it is. I don't care if if you have if Ken Stabler's back there. If he's not playing good, I'm gonna be like, "Dang it, Ken Stabler's not playing very good, is he, Tyler?" Nope. Like you can't. It, there's nobody's untouchable. Okay, we're struggling, and it doesn't make me any less of a fan for being upset that Derek Carr is not doing well. That I think Derek Carr is not doing well. If you think Derek Carr's playing great. Okay, you know, I'm not I won't change your mind. I can present the facts here. I we can we can discuss it and, and argue it all day long and debate it all day long. But if you think Carr is playing a, a a blameless game, great. That's fine. But I disagree. But it doesn't make me any less of a fan and I think that's what I take issue with because that section of like coronation, cuz that's a new hashtag now, coronation, oh. that's like uh, uh, no, yo no, you don't, don't you dare. Don't you dare. It's the defense. The offense couldn't put up any points in the second half. How do you account for that? It's the defense's fault. No, it's not. The offense had five drives to go put that points. Yeah. It's the defense. The defense isn't out there. The defense isn't running the ball, catching the ball, throwing the ball. That's car and company yep. and they're not moving the ball. And that's unacceptable yep. in my book. So.
2: It is because it takes, it takes <gasps> offense and defense to win games. I'm more of the mentality that defense is going to win you more games than the offense will, but that's just me. And so, you know, that's, that's, I'd rather have a staunch defense and, and an offense that puts up 21 points a game and our defense keeps other teams to the 11 points a game. You know, that's what I would rather have, but that's not, I just take, I'd take one side of the ball that's competent. Right. One side of the ball, whether it's defense or offense, I don't care. But I would yep. love one side of the ball that's at least competent at what they're doing.
1: Right. And, and right now, the last three weeks, it's been far from competent. No. And that's what's it's frustrating. it putrid.
2: Putrid. Look, look at
1: the Steelers. The Steelers' de- offense is meh, but their defense is baller. Right. Look at how it's doing it for them. Look at the Chiefs. Their defense is meh. But their offense is fire. Look how it's look how that's going for them. So, yeah, you're right. It's like, look, I would take a, 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 a baller offense and a defense that's like, well, you know, you can expect them to give up 28 to 30 points a game, you know, consistently. Um, or a defense, like you said, that's like allowing 10 to 13 points a game. Because you're like, you know what? I have confidence that our offense can at least put up 16 to 20 points a game and we'll win. Right. Like the Steelers are doing. So, but it's just not, we can't play a complete game. That's frustrating. I would love one game this year, Tyler, one game. Maybe we'll get that Sunday where the Oakland Raiders dominate from start to finish, where it's like 38 to 10 at the end of the game. And it's like, hallelujah, we went in. We killed them. It was twenty-one to three at half. We came out at halftime and we put up another touchdown and we put up two more field goals and and it was thirty-four to ten at the end of the game and we just dominated all phases and we crushed them. And by the middle of the third quarter, you had that feeling where it was like we got this. It, it, it's over. We, we we just you know we just put the final nail in the coffin there. Instead, it's like we have chances. To nail the coffin down, and we're losing, we're losing the nails, man. It's like, oh, there goes one. Oh, oh, wait, where did the bat? yo Oh, oh, I just hit myself in the finger. Oh, they scored on a fumble. Oops. Oh, it looks like the lid's back off. It's like, stop it, stop it. And that's just incompetence, and it's just not playing a complete game. And It's really frustrating to it watch. Is. If you can't tell uh, from my rant, I'm gonna have a hemorrhoid after this. Oh gosh.
2: Careful, we don't need any uh, of those.
1: Ah, uh, anywho. Okay, it's been a it's been a rough it's it's piled up Tyler because I had faith that we would beat Tennessee. Um, you heard it on here on the podcast. I was chastising you guys Sunday yes. morning for your negativity. Yep, in and our then he went chat. MIA
2: for like a for like hours.
1: I did. I you know actually I was I was uh, playing with my little girls. I figured I you were with recently.
2: family. That's and, and that's and good. I thought.
1: you know, and it was a good thing because that's about the only redeeming thing that came out of that Sunday. It definitely wasn't the Raiders, and it definitely wasn't seeing that the Boise State Broncos were playing in the Vegas Bowl again. Um, but, alas, Tyler, we move on just like true Raider fans. We got to keep pushing forward. What do you see next week against the Jacksonville, man? What? Give me a score prediction. Um, I, I haven't even thought of any bold predictions right now, so give me a score prediction for now. If you've got some bold stuff going on in there, hit me with that too.
2: Um. I think I saw that Renfro is going to be back this week.
1: No kidding. Yeah.
2: So wow. Renfro be might be back. Um, dude, I. it's our last game in Oakland. So call me a homer, whatever you want to do. I'm going to choose the Raiders to win because I kind of have to, I think. And the Raiders are going to win... Um, They're going to win pff, Hmm. Twenty we're gonna go twenty-seven to fourteen. Twenty-seven to fourteen.
1: I like it. I like it. You know, I gave it a lot of thought too, and I think Originally, I wasn't going to pick the Raiders. I wasn't. I I, I was a little bit miserable the last uh, 24 hours. But putting the fandom aside and, and kind of putting the critical thinking glasses back on, um, Jacksonville's in a bad place right now. Um, talk about a team that's fallen from grace, man. Remember two years ago, Saxonville? Yeah. A team that was flying high. Now they've just totally burned that thing to the ground and i feel like it's in the still continuing to burn you have a quarterback in Foles that's what do they have like buku millions on that guy for riding the bench right now that's um and they claim they're not going to move on from him uh i'm like yeah uh, that's a great way to start um i think I, i i'm gonna go with the raiders too i final home game in oakland Man, it was so it was so disheartening to hear the booing going on.
2: It uh, was, but it wasn't don't act like it wasn't deserved.
1: No, people. no, no, and that was my neck. Like it was disheartening, but like I can't blame them. I'm not going to sit here and be like, "You know what? You guys, you know, you fan base, that's not right." Like when your quarterback's throwing it away on fourth and goal at the one, what are you supposed you supposed to cheer? Yeah, you're supposed to you're supposed to be happy about blankly. that. Yeah, you're supposed to. I'd be upset too. I don't think Carr. I, I, like. You can't blame the fans for that showing, especially in the second half. But I do think they come out just like true Raider fans. Man, I think they come out. They pack that Coliseum.
2: No, oh, they will. That and place it is rocking. It will be rocking, and I hope. I hope that the Raiders actually show up and put on a show because that's so. what we need. That's what we deserve. And it's not uh, I, just like, I feel bad for the people that are going to the game that were at that game. And it's like, it's my last time at the Oakland Coliseum. It's like, right, man, how bad did you get let down? And I feel, right. I feel bad for them. I, I, I really do. Yeah.
1: I think Gruen's going to pull out all the stops. I think, uh, uh i i think they will go to town i don't think it'll be a blowout i've got no reason to think it's going to be a blowout we've got to play Fournette, uh a a similar type running back to henry i think he's going to be punishing i think he'll go for over 100 yards but i do see oakland winning i think they do get the win i hate to say it but it might be their final win of the season as well would not surprise me with the way the Chargers' defense, they're getting some pieces back, some safeties back they have over the past few weeks. That defense is starting to get a little bit better for the Chargers. And Phillip Rivers, any given week, can go off. And we've seen how poorly our defense plays. I, I would not surprise me at all to see them go out to L.A. and lay another egg, and you know lose, you know, thirty to twenty-one or something like that. And then, I mean, then you got to go out into the cold of Denver at the end yep. of December. Uh, d- yeah, that bodes well, especially yes. <laughs> especially if 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 they decide to shut Josh Jacobs down, man, for the rest of the year. Yeah, uh, this team is going to be really hamstrung, but Oakland will find some way somehow. They'll pull it out. I'm going to go 24 to 16. I think the defense does just enough. They bend, don't break, several times. Um, they'll give up one touchdown, three field goals, though. Um, And then the offense will be able to hobble it together just enough. Even if Jacobs isn't there, they'll be able to put it up against a a Jacksonville team. That's really struggling and kind of, you know, I I think they're pretty down in the dumps. In fact, that might be a team that, you know, just goes full burn down and and starts all over again. Um, uh, So 24, 16, that looks 24, 16. So
2: here's, I'm looking at the, the rushing stats. So rushing yards per game, uh, yards per game, the Jaguars are 12th. Rushing yards a game, they're 14th. Um, or that, so so say- passing yards per game, they're 12th.
1: Okay. Uh, they give up or that's how many they pass for?
2: That's how many they pass for. Yards okay. against per game is 14th. Rushing yards against per game, they are 30th in the NFL averaging 141.08 yards given up each Jeez, game. Louise. So their total yards against per game, they come in at number twenty-four. Um their their top rusher is obviously Leonard Fournette. He's got uh over a thousand yards, a thousand and change on the season. Their next uh and this kind of scares me, their next highest rusher is actually Gardner Minshew second at 274 yards. They're, the other running back that they have has 23 rushes for 72 yards. That's it on the season. That's it. Ouch. Um, so it may be a lot of Fournette running Sunday and a lot of Minshew running. Um, they do have DJ Chart Jr., who has had a great year, eight touchdowns. 956 yards on 67 receptions, so an average of 14 and change. Chris Conley, um, who's averaging 16.6 um, yards a catch. Um, and then you've got Westbrook, or, or I'm sorry, Leonard Fournette, who can catch the ball out of the backfield as well. And so...
1: Oh, we've been great against defending against that also. Uh-huh.
2: So. We, So, I mean, it it's not like this is it's it should be a winnable game the problem is we've said that several times this year <laughs> right and right. and it seems like we're always you know we're always in the wrong on that josh allen has comes in leading the team at nine sacks um and then oh miles jack has 66 total tackles um I don't know. What other stats do you want from um I, eh.
1: I I think, uh, yeah, it, it's going to be difficult. I, I don't see it. to be at a cakewalk, even after a 45 to, to three loss, our defense is so bad that Minshew will probably pass for over 250 yards, at least on Sunday, because he's going to be able to run like Tannehill was able to, you know, like Patrick Mahomes, like any of these quarterbacks. And I think that's going to be huge. Like I, uh, Unless Oakland can keep him in the pocket, make him a pocket passer, and get after him, I don't know what they give up for sacks. What what the Chargers give or what the uh, the Jaguars give up for sacks or not. But um, uh, you know that was the other thing. Tennessee, thirty first in the league, giving up an average of four point one yard sacks a game. We got nothing, nothing on Sunday. Zero sacks against the thirty first worst team in the NFL against, for, for allowing sacks. Let's see, Thank so
2: Minshew's been sacked 25 times in Good. 11 Great. games. Nick Ouch. Foles, so about two a game for Foles. And then they have another Logan Cook. He's seen time oh. in every single, oh, a punter. That's why. He's the punter. Um, so he's thrown some passes too. So, um, you know, it's not, What's, what's, tw- I guess it looks like a, maybe two ish, little over two sacks a game is what, what you're looking at. So, um, yeah,
1: that's not bad. I mean, it's not great. I mean, I, I feel like stats are irrelevant with this defense. It's because true. It's, so
2: bad. It's, it's, I mean, like you always say, there's, there's what, truth, lies, and stats or something like that.
1: Yeah, lies, damn lies, and There we go.
2: There we go. So, um, I wasn't even close. But uh yeah. <laughs> it's all good. I mean, it I uh, it's just you would think so you see that they're 30th in the league against the run. You kind of hope that Josh Jacobs can go um Sunday and and bring home right. a victory, but you know, you never know. So it's not yeah. like they're great against the pass though either. So
1: Right. Well, and that's, again, like <laughs> we played the the, the the Chiefs who are like 28th in the in run defense. We're thinking, okay, Ooh. Jacob's going to have a day. Uh, nope.
2: Miles Jack went on uh, injured reserve as oh, of really? a couple oh. days ago.
1: But uh, see, even like stuff like that should make a huge difference. But I don't have any confidence that our offense, especially if Jacobs isn't in there, it's going to be able to move the ball down the field consistently. Like, I think we will. I think we'll do enough to put up 24 points. But, I, like, any other team, if this were the Patriots, you know, this is going to be a, you know, 38-10 to 10 blowout. You know, and it'll be a 38-3 to 3 for the most of the game, and then Minshew might go down, you know, in the fourth, late in the fourth quarter and score a touchdown. You know, for any other team this, the, the, it's like, oh boy, you know, the Jags are in trouble. But if I'm a Jacksonville fan, I'm like, that doesn't seem to matter. We still have a shot at beating the Raiders. That that, that to me, it's like, man, ugh, that's aggravating. Like some of your best players are out and it's not like we can't even capitalize on that because we're inept at what we do on both offense and defense. And that's, we've talked about, is, that's the frustrating part. It's like, oh, we're going to be able to capitalize with Miles Jack not in there. No, we're not. Because we've got to, we we've got to know our receivers are going to get open. Uh, that's not guaranteed. Obviously, the last three weeks that hasn't been a guarantee. Um, you know, we got to our our running backs. Like God bless them, but they're so small that it seems like first contact and they're down. Especially Richard. I'm not a Richard fan. I've gone on record for the, saying that, and I still am not. Washington. I think he's a solid serviceable backup, but I, I if we moved on from Richard, I would not be disappointed in that. I uh, I've actually been really surprised. He she has done better at holding on to the football this year. I, I yep. would give him that. Not as many but, fumbles um, this year. That that we can't capitalize when other teams are down and out when they're, when they're when they're injured, we can't put them away. We can't finish the job. It's like, well, it's not a guarantee um and that's the frustrating thing. A good team would capitalize on that and be able to write off with a W on Sunday, right? But we're not a good team, and that's that's just how you have to look at. It. We're not a good team. We're we on a scale of one to ten, we're a four. A good team is a I would say between like five and a half and six and a half. You're a solid team. Hey, but we're guess, just we're not good.
2: Guess who's playing uh, cornerback? Uh, no idea. So, he doesn't start, but uh, A.J. Boyer is a starter. He's pretty good. Um, yeah, he's
1: very good. In fact, a lot of Raider fans, including myself, wanted him in the free agency. We weren't able to get him.
2: I'm trying to figure out who what their starting That's defense. Here we go. Uh, corners so you've like got, that. you've got it, Yannick Ngukwe, who we okay. talked about earlier this year, might be a trade um, some yes. Uh, Trey, I think he's a, a free agent, so that may be somebody that we go. Um, so they're starting at right cornerback AJ Bouye and at left cornerback Trey Herndon. Trey Herndon's backup is somebody that we were all uh, fairly familiar with. His name's DJ Hayden. I don't know if you remember him or not. Ah uh, yes. If Old I'm Derek Carr, any time that Hayden's on the field. I'm throwing right at that guy. I don't right. care if he's triple covered. I'm throwing to that person because more than likely there will be a hold or a pass interference call. Yeah. Um, so anyway, that's that's one one name to look for. Calais Campbell is on is their right defensive end. He's a monster. Um, if
1: if Trent Brown can't go Sunday, we that's another we might be in trouble. And, yeah. and that's that's the other thing. Our backups. Sharp's a good backup. I'll give him that. Uh, but, but, like, our backups, you know, when Parker goes in, man... It,
2: I hold my it, breath.
1: And he holds. So yes. That's, you're both holding. Dang that's it. That's great. <laughs> oh, boy. Anyhow. But
2: I think I only any- heard him's name once yesterday. Yeah, it
1: was only once. Oh, Oakland only had three penalties uh, on Sunday, which huh. is really...
2: interesting.
1: F- yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, props... To them for that, um, uh, for that stat, improving there. But um, you know, I, I don't know. I like I said, I, I, I'm picking Oakland partially from my heart on Sunday to say, yeah, I think we'll get the W last game in Oakland, dude. I'm just warning you right now though, if they come out and play like they did the second half against Tennessee, it will it's be going to get ugly. Dude, it's gonna get. Uh, I, I I legit think it will be. It will get ugly. I I could see fans throwing trash on the field. Um, <laughs> I I, I, I could. ripping seats I think,
2: out of the coliseum.
1: I could. I could see Oakland. You know, fights. I could see. I could see it getting bad if Oakland comes out and lays another egg on Sunday for the final game, not playing with some pride and some poise. I could see it getting like embarrassing, where it's like, well. Do you blame them? Um, so I, I I, I hope and pray for Gruden and company's sake. That's not the case, but um, it, it could be a bloodbath in more ways than one if Oakland doesn't come out and play well. So that's just my thought on the matter. We have a couple calls to get to before we wrap up the show, Tyler. I apologize. You know what I'm going to do from now on? We're going to get to the calls first thing in the podcast because – I do enjoy our callers and obviously we want you to call in and so instead of waiting an hour and a half to get in on the podcast, um uh I'll do a better job. I just dude, I've had this anger and I've had this frustration that's built up over the past three weeks and it's just kept piling up with every loss, and I just had to get it off my chest. So thank well you done. for bearing with us, Raider Nation. Uh Tyler, we got two calls. Who we got this week? Uh
2: so we've got uh James and we've got John. And so we will get to those calls and we'll be right back.
0: Tyler and Micah, this is the Burton James Burton struggling on this blue Monday to find anything good to say about our beloved Oakland Raiders. I am distressed today, and I am lamenting greatly, and not just because we've been blown out for three straight games. The thing that causes me the greatest distress and the most football depression is the seemingly Seeming, I should say, loss of fire and grit. It is as if this team, even Gruden, has given up on the year, and that is sickening to me. Some years back, I heard a Kansas City Chief, I can't remember which player, in a post-game interview after they beat the Raiders, and it was very similar to yesterday's game because the Raiders had held their own for half of the game, and then the and then the Chiefs just came back, and I can't remember the score. I can't even remember exactly what year, but the Chiefs came back and dominated in the second half, and this particular player said, I'll never forget it because it was it was horrible to hear about my team. He said, the thing about playing the Raiders is we know that at some point they're going to lay down, and I remember hearing that, and I wanted to puke, and that's how I feel now. I just don't see it. I don't see it, and I was hoping Gruden – if nothing else, I was hoping Gruden would instill that and and not let it go. So it's a blue Monday, and this is a blue phone call. This is nothing encouraging for a Raider fan, but at the very least, it is a cathartic experience. So I hope that, Tyler and Micah, you will continue to do your podcast, rain or shine, good or bad, so that we Raider fans – We'll have a place to express our lamentation and unleash our burdens as Raider fans. God bless the Raider Nation. Just play football, baby. Talk to you all next time.
3: Tyler, Micah Birch. It is John from Twitter, and I wanted to call hope you guys are having a good day. Uh, day sucks for all of us. It's confusing and conflicting, and I don't really know how you're gonna make a podcast this week. It's a tough week to make a podcast but um yeah there's there's a lot of crap to sift through and you have a a tall task on your hands sifting through uh the defense the players lack of tackling Paul Gunther, Derek Carr, the second half offense. We did better with penalties and turnovers, so there's that and Josh Jacobs. You guys have asked a lot of good questions and I don't know if we should shut them down or not. And, uh, yeah, guys, hope you have a good one. And the Jaguars, yeah, screw it, man. We, we, we're terrible and that might be the one team worse than us right now. So, hey, let's go win in Oakland. What? Yeah. Have a good one.
1: john guys thank you so much for calling in yeah basically i, I we're sad yeah it's a blue monday yeah, we're,
2: we lost yeah, again a blue
1: monday yep i i, I and you could have we could have just left it there what we should have done is open the podcast with those calls and been like we agree with everything and raider nation thanks for listening to the podcast <laughs> that that could have been how it went because I am not in the mood for ranting, Tyler. I want to be happy, man. I want to be a happy. It's Christmas fan. time.
2: We should be happy.
1: Right, right. And and I I want to, I want this team to succeed. I want my quarterback to be good, and I want, I want us to be like. It's terrible because now it's like if we lose all three games. The silver lining is like, well, we'll probably get like maybe even a top 10 pick and we can maybe pick up CD lamb, you know? And I'm like, I don't want to feel that way, but like, I've got to settle for that. You know, I've got to settle for like, well, you know, it's not all bad. I want to be disappointed. I want to be like, dang it. Why did we lose those games? Instead? Like I have to cling to some sort of hope. So it's like, well, you know what? Top 10, top 12 pick doesn't sound too good. You know, sound too bad. Right. It's like, I don't want to have that mentality. I want to be upset because I'm a championship mentality man. I, I'm a fighter. I like. I, I want. I don't like to settle. Right. But I find myself settling way too much with these Raiders for the past 16 years. Yep. So anyway, anyway, Tyler, man, do you have anything else for Raider Nation before no. we get going?
2: I feel like I have. Uh, I've vented. I've gotten out of my system the anger from this week. Let's get hyped for another butt kicking. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> let's get hyped. It's our last game in Oakland, man. Like it's it's the end of of an era. We will no yep. longer be the Oakland Football Raiders. We will be <laughs> oh the Las Vegas Football Raiders.
1: No, no.
2: And so <laughs> I mean, that's not after this week, but I mean, it's our last time playing a home game. As much as people say Los Angeles is a home game for us, which it kind of is, it's our last time in the Oakland Coliseum, as crappy of a facility as it is. (laughs) Sometimes, literally, when uh, when the crappers don't work. But, I mean, it's been home since a long time. It might be a crappy home, but it's our crappy home. But it's exactly, it's our crappy home. And uh, I hope, I just hope deep down inside that the Raiders come out and they're like, this is our last game as the Oakland Raiders in Oakland. Let's put on a show. Let's come out here and actually play with some fire and some passion and not give up. And I hope they give those fans at that game and us as fans one last win at the Oakland Coliseum. So go get them and uh, win one for the Gipper, if you will.
1: I like it. Like Once more, unto the bridge. You know what I'm saying? I like it. Well said. Well said. Raider Nation, thank you so much for listening this week. As always, we love bringing the podcast to you. We bring it hard every week. Hope you guys have a good week. Hope you guys are looking forward to the final game in Oakland. We will see you guys in the next part.
2: Just win, baby.